0: How is grading going for finals?
1: Uh, good. I'm doing... So for my drama class, I had them pick a a piece of media, like a movie, TV show, whatever, and make a set design for it, like adapt it for the stage. They... Like they're either half-assing it in a really funny way or like going all in. That's a
0: coolish shit assignment.
1: Right now I'm looking at one that's that's Pan's Labyrinth and she like hand drew all the characters and the set Damn. and it's amazing. And she's like incorporating color theory she's like mercedes is going to wear green because it shows how she's like out of place in the captain's house and <laughs> it would look so good on stage
0: too man i i remember i i did um wait, 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 it's called drama in england we do drama right yeah we it's interchangeable so you you do drama if you like Are doing the acting portion and then if you're doing anything including like stage design and whatever that's theatre studies Mm -hmm. but I remember for one of my exams we had to go and see a copy of uh, we had to go and see a production that was on a specific list and then we had to, so so what you do, you go and see this production and you would take a big sheet of like poster paper with you to the production and draw the sets <laughs> and sketch the sets and like make notes about the colors and the fabrics and stuff that they used because you could take it into your exam because what you had to do in the exam was explain how the set design contributed to the production of the play.
1: Sounds really cool, but also like very distracting. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the more I think about it, like, and I occasionally remember this and I'm like, damn, that is a lot for a, an exam board to expect you to do for, like, to pass this exam. Because it means that the school has to have the, the means and ability to take you to see a play, right? Which is not common, really. Yeah. Then you have to sit in the theatre, all these, like, however many friggin' 16-year-olds, drawing sets. It was wild, absolutely wild because I, I remember it really vividly cuz it was the first time i ever saw the importance of being earnest mm-hmm. and the second half I, I remember this so well now the second half of the play was set in like a butterfly house so all of the walls were covered in butterflies like the, the backstage and uh, like pinned up butterflies and whatever. And it was just wild. The whole thing was insane. I can't believe they expected me to draw it. Uh,
1: So here's one. I'm going to post a link to my tweet and you guys can find this tweet uh, that my student adapted Hamilton. And this is one of the costumes for Hamilton.
0: A Boba Fett dress.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A woman wearing like a Boba Fett dress. And that's her costume. Her name is Jane. There's no one named Jane in the play Hamilton. What? (laughs) John Travolta looking around gif. (laughs) I'm very confused. He also has a character named Robert and a character named James. There's James Madison in Hamilton, but there's no Robert. So I'm like,
0: what? Maybe he's thinking of a completely different play. He
1: said Hamilton. (laughs) So I'm like,
0: whatever. You could say Hamilton and mean something else. It's a cool dress, though. I would wear it. Yeah. Cool. Well, welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit
1: Relationships. I am Morgan.
0: I'm Esme, and this is episode 38. Yes. 38. 38.
1: After our two-part Christmas series.
0: Two-part mumcast. Yes. My mum isn't here anymore, so I could swear as much as that ha ha
1: This is like the stories I have today are kind of like very Christmas hangover, like now that the holidays are here, I'm having all these issues with my family,
0: yeah, I have already had the conversation with some of my husband's friends about why I can't abide Christmas music. Please do not <laughs> send me anything with Christmas music in it?
1: I will say though. I mean, I'm not, like, a huge Christmas music person, but Town, the cast of Town, just came out with a Christmas album, and it is awesome.
0: I can hang with Christmas carols, right? Throw me on a good chor- choral version of Good King Wenceslas, and I'll be happy <laughs> for days. But, like, if I have to listen to Mariah Carey one more goddamn time, I'm gonna cut my own ears off. <laughs> It's just awful 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 awful
1: yeah i feel like the hardest thing i have a christmas playlist and the hardest thing is listening to like making sure you have enough variety in there that you don't hear the same music more than once in a day if i start getting to the point where it's repeating i'm like no i'm
0: gonna go listen to some other music now i am mega fortunate that we have a friend who is who kind of curates an alternative christmas playlist It has a bunch of stuff on that I've never heard before. It has the Beastie Boys Christmas song on it from Die Hard and it's got like... A bunch of like rap artists and their Christmas songs. It's really good. It's much better than any of the kind of traditional Christmas songs that you hear over and over yeah. in Walmart or whatever.
1: I have trans-Siberian orchestra because that's fun. I have like the ACDC Christmas song Jingle Hell's Bells, which is very boomer humor. but oh hell yes <laughs> J- Jimmy Buffett in there. All of the like yeah non-traditional christmas
0: music plus jonathan colton has a christmas album so i just find it really weird that christmas is the only season that has songs
1: i mean fourth of july has but, apart music, from halloween but it's all very bad
0: yeah it, yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about like <laughs> murica music because that's not important but like where are the easter songs right that's something that i'm just like huh the older i get the more I'm i'm completely baffled by it where's all the other music why why does christmas get so much
1: Okay, theory, Christmas music has its own it is its own genre because they can play it in stores to make you want to buy more stuff. It's probably fairly accurate. It's probably
0: <laughs> entirely commercial. I I am under no false assumptions that it's just because Christmas is special, but it it does kind of Every time I think that thought, it irritates me.
1: Yeah. I also think that people like us have it in California to make us feel like it's the Christmas season, even though the weather is mostly the same.
0: Okay, but can we also talk about people who put out snowman decorations in the desert? Because I always point it out to my husband, he's like, why does this irritate you? I'm like, because it's summer weather. (laughs) Like, put out candy canes and whatever, but don't put out snowmen. Like that doesn't make any sense. Look at where you live.
1: Now we do have a couple of Australian listeners and if you guys could like let us know what what oh, the Christmas do. decorations are like in Australia. I've always been very curious.
0: Do you have snowmen? Please and tell
1: me why. why? <laughs> <laughs> the only exposure I've had to that is the show Mr. In Between, which is an Australian like Breaking Bad-ish type show. Um and they have a Christmas episode. They have a tree. But I don't see the front yard. Are there decorations in the front yard? Do they have lights? Let us know. At R the letter yeah, the word do. serious
0: pod on Twitter. Anyway, now, now I've got that off my chest. We can do some actual podcast stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I felt like I needed to get these two things out into the open air. And now, now I'm ready. All right. So the
1: first one we have is a relationship advice post. OP is 25 her sister-in-law is 32, and her brother is 29. Okay. And uh, her her niece is five. Mm-hmm. The, this title is wild. I read this and I was like, <laughs> I don't even need to read the story. I'm saving this. My brother is living with me in secret, and my mom thinks I'm cheating on my husband.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. There is so
1: much cheating in this story. Buckle up. Okay,
0: ready. I'll get the chimes.
1: There we go. All right. We're ready about 2 weeks ago my sister-in-law dropped a bombshell on my brother that their youngest child might not be his because she <sighs> has been sleeping with her because she had been sleeping with her ex-boyfriend around the time they got pregnant He showed up on my doorstep and asked if he could stay with me while he figured this stuff out. I, of course, said yes and made up the guest room for him. My brother asked if I could keep this situation private while he figures out his next moves, and especially not to tell our parents.
0: Fair. That's a good call. My
1: mom has an incredibly close relationship with my sister-in-law, and with how she treated her older sister who divorced her husband after he cheated on her, she doesn't view cheating as something worth divorcing over. What? The other day, my mom and I were on FaceTime, and I was showing her how my quarantine garden was coming along. My back was facing the house, and during the call, she briefly saw my brother pass by a window without his shirt on. She ended up cutting the call short and left me confused until she called back last night and lectured me on how I was betraying my husband and that marriage is a promise for a lifetime. She said that she understood I was lonely, but this was not the way to handle things. My husband has been in Canada, we live in the States, since April, with his father who is in kidney failure and struggling with other illnesses and is looking like he won't make it past Christmas at this point. He is aware of the situation and aware of not telling my parents anything. I couldn't explain to my mom and tried to play it off saying she was just seeing things, but she didn't buy it. I told my brother what happened and he's frustrated about it. He asked for a few more days to get his head straight and then he will talk to our parents about it, but knowing him, those few days could turn
0: into weeks. I don't Hmm. want to
1: spill to my parents, but the situation is incredibly uncomfortable. What do I do?
0: Well, yeah, it is not her job or responsibility to talk about their relationship. But what a wild assumption from the mother. (laughs) Like, what if it was a plumber? Well, he didn't have a shirt on. Sometimes plumbers work without the shirts on. That's what porn tells me. Um... No, I mean, like I've I've definitely had situations, especially when in the warmer weather in England, we don't have AC, right? Mm-hmm. So if a plumber comes to work in your house and it's getting a bit warm, sometimes they'll ask if it's okay if they take their shirt off because they're sweaty, and you'll be like, yeah, sure, just don't come up to me with no shirt, on. <laughs>
1: just stay away from me <laughs> during this time.
0: Weird and creepy. Um, but that's just what an assumption. So the mother doesn't believe that cheating is a viable reason to divorce, reason for divorce, right? but she's still lecturing her daughter on hey you shouldn't cheat because it's a betrayal of trust and marriages for life so uh,
1: a clarifying comment that the mother is Mormon oh so (laughs) I'm assuming it's the woman can't step out on the man but if the man steps out on the woman that's just a thing that husbands do it's just a
0: man thing all men cheat yeah Mm, okay hmm hmm I don't think I don't think Op is in the wrong at all. I think she's doing doing a solid for her brother, which is very nice of her considering the situation. Mom just needs to butt her nose out. Right,
1: it's none of her business. And also, I'm just curious, and we're not gonna get this answer. Why did the sister in law just five years into this child's life say? Just drop this bombshell. Oh shelf. yeah, by the way, daughter might not be yours. And also, they have multiple kids. This is just their youngest. So why did she just confess that now? Very strange.
0: There, there must have been something else going on at the time where they were fighting and she just was like, oh, this is this is a good trump card.
1: This is a good way to hurt him. Yeah.
0: I hate that so much. Like how people hold on to shitty things that they've done to try and hurt somebody else when the time is appropriate. Jeez. Yeah. That's one of the nastiest, trashiest things you can do. Like, oh yeah, well, I'm pretty sure this kid's not yours is like the most awful thing you Very can low. say to another person. Yeah. God. Oh. Sister in law does not deserve any slack. No. M- mom should just wind her neck in. <laughs> yeah, brother is eventually gonna gonna spill the beans, but yeah, she's OP's doing a good thing. I can't I can't blame her yeah. for-, for trying to Keep it under wraps. It's none of her business. She
1: says if she had said on the phone that it was brother, that the mom would have called sister-in-law and asked about it and found everything yeah. out. So she's like, I can't just yeah. say, oh, that's okay. It's brother. He's just visiting and spilled some wine on his shirt or whatever. Right. They That she had to not even say his name. She could have said it was like one of her husband's friends that was over fixing something
0: and I think she said if it was one of husband's friends that might have ended up worse
1: oh the the husband's in on it like he knows that the
0: brother is staying there I know but like for the mom the mom would be like how dare you cheat on him with one of his friends (laughs) like she would not necessarily be like oh yeah sure he's just fixing something like she would take the same leap yeah no matter what she said so
1: she just kind of panicked and was like uh it was nobody you didn't see anything which is like fair like just keep denying
0: yeah you you just have to you don't even have to deny it just don't talk about it
1: just be like we've already been over this I'm not cheating on my husband and then change the subject
0: yeah that's it um you just don't need like you don't need to feed into it the more you feed into it and deny it the more she's gonna be like well this is a terrible thing that you're doing yeah yeah you gotta grey rock this
1: yeah Yeah, exactly this is very like just no mill territory I'm so glad that my mom Mm -hmm. and my mother-in-law are not like nosy at all yeah like, don't get me wrong, they'll talk some shit, but at least like they won't get in other people's business. They'll just hear
0: about it and then tell you about it later. <laughs> it's like, hmm, well, that was interesting. Anyway. Yeah, I don't think I could cope if I had somebody who was in my business all the time. I would not be able to be kind to that person.
1: Yeah, it sounds like she is that type because OP says in the comments, this is just the surface of it. With my mom, unfortunately, so right. <laughs> it seems like she just gray rock is the best kind of outcome, and just talk to brother and like be like, listen, we need a timeline because mom's nosing around, and you know how she is.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he he's going through a lot right now. This is a bit of extra stress for him, but you know he's gonna have to tell the mom eventually. So might just be the impetus that he needs to do it
1: yeah as long as he he needs to figure out if he's going to divorce um if he's i mean which he should like he needs to get a paternity test he absolutely should
0: Yeah. yeah cheating is never okay um if you don't want to be with somebody just don't be with them
1: or if you want an open relationship tell them about that
0: although sometimes people do use the idea of an open relationship to kind of get away with cheating behavior that they've already been doing yeah
1: it's like like they want to cheat and they want to get permission beforehand
0: essentially yes they they probably have already been talking to somebody in that situation. Yeah. And then then they're like, oh, I'll just ask for an open relationship. Don't ever let anybody pressure you into an open relationship, by the way. That has to be something that both of you want. Yeah, otherwise it ends very poorly. I've read a lot of stories on running uh, relationships where that has happened to people. Yeah. And they found out later that their partner was already cheating on them, but now they just have an out. Yeah,
1: shout out to all our polyamory, which... If you're interested in that kind of thing, you can go there. But they do have a lot of, like, people coming in being like, my husband says he wants an open relationship. And they're like, they're very uh, down to earth there. They're like, no, that sounds that sounds shitty. You should- That sounds bad. Absolutely not let him do that. <laughs> or give him permission, rather. But yeah, they're, they're a cool group.
0: There's lots of good, supportive, like, very sex-positive groups on- Reddit, you just gotta find them. Yeah,
1: cause like the default subreddits never go there. No. The main subreddit for women used to be two X chromosomes and they made it a default sub and now it's just men being like, but what about men in everything? It sucks. So, troll X chromosomes is like the meme sub and it's much better. <laughs> cause it's not default. You gotta be careful with your Reddit, uh your subreddits. There's
0: etiquette involved.
1: Yes. Each one—it's a very delicate political balance. like c- I could go on about all the different <laughs> ones, but uh also Men's Lib. Shout out to them—they are a good men's rights subreddit. Do not go to men's rights activists.
0: No, that place is a
1: minefield. Men's Lib is the good one. They're super cool and nice, and very um, feminist, sex positive, and all that good stuff. Woohoo. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, she needs to come up with a game plan with her brother don't tell her mom, she doesn't need to know about Mm -mm. any of this Mm -mm. and she'll probably start going crazy when she finds out they're divorcing, so just delay that. Brother
0: should should absolutely though, in his conversation with mom, be like hey, you can't just accuse my sister of cheating without proof, not cool. Yeah. Like, that was me in the house because my wife has been cheating on me, (laughs) so you can't just be throwing those accusations around with no proof, that's just dumb and stupid yeah so
1: when when he does decide to tell her about it
0: yeah which should be soon yeah as soon as you get your ducks in a row but don't have actual ducks in your house because it's bad for you and them all
1: right so the next one i have is um from am i the asshole and op is 16 and she's telling like a story a couple years ago so this was 14 this was in she was 14 this was in the before times okay Am I the asshole for arguing
0: with my teacher about plastic surgery? Probably not. If you're having to argue with your teacher about plastic surgery. Yeah. We will see.
1: I was born with a huge birthmark, probably the size of like a grapefruit or something, covering my face. Wow. I never really cared about it growing up because I could just cover it up with a fringe. And then in parentheses, she puts bangs for the Americans.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Why do you call it bangs? It doesn't make any sense. I have no idea.
1: Fringe Mm -hmm. makes me think of like a mane, like a lion (laughs) mane. Yeah. However, when I was 14, I had it surgically removed for free. Go NHS by a wonderful plastic surgeon. It changed my life so much and I'm so grateful. After surgery, I had probably a month or two off of school where the skin was super delicate and I didn't want to risk damage. Here's the Am I the Asshole situation. When I came back to school, we had a PSHCE lesson.
0: That's like citizenship. So it's um, PSHCE is uh, a mixture of health class, like government class. It's basically everything that they can't really teach you in other stuff. So that's where you get your like sex ed from. It's where you talk about mental health. It's um, where you talk about things like government and taxes and how to be a good person and bodily health and all that kind of that's stuff. Pretty cool. It's boring as shit. Well. they don't they don't do it very well and over the years it's had several different names
1: yeah at the middle school i was at instead of pe or gym they called the that class hpwb which is what uh health and physical well-being yeah
0: i think pshce stands for physical health social citizenship education or something like that it's like a whole bunch of stuff that they managed to like cram into one thing they normally get your PE teacher to teach yeah. you for it she
1: says it's uh stuff like sex ed citizenship random stuff like that yeah. and this lesson was on plastic surgery I was a bit uncomfortable, but the teacher told me I would just be listening to presentations the other girls had made the week before, and I wasn't allowed to leave. The teacher starts the lesson talking about how plastic surgery is an epidemic in young girls, and how awful it is that girls feel the need to change their appearance. I could tell I wasn't going to like this lesson. Next, Groups of around three girls come up one at a time to give presentations on the issues of plastic surgery. This ranged from talking about addictions to plastic surgery to pretty much name-calling, saying people who got plastic surgery were vain and just wanted to become, in one girl's words, sex dolls. Wow! (laughs) (laughs) Now, I know plastic surgery has awful risks and people can get addicted. I'm a huge fan of botched, hee hee. But I feel like this was way out of line. I was probably far too emotional because it was personal to me. I was still wearing bandages around my head, for God's sake.
0: Jesus. But I
1: asked the teacher if the next lesson she was going to do the positives of plastic surgery. She kind of laughed and said something like, what, getting a bigger butt? And I told her, you know the surgery I've been off school for? It's plastic surgery? You think I'm vain and stupid? She was pretty shocked, I guess, and told me I was putting her in a very awkward position, but I just left the classroom.
0: (laughs) Putting her in an awkward position? (laughs) Fucking hell. I definitely
1: could be the asshole as I confronted her about this in her classroom in front of the other students, and she (laughs) she was my teacher, so talking back is a pretty big issue. (laughs) Plus, I didn't really talk to people about what type of surgery I had, so she didn't know, nor did the other students. However, at the very least, I feel like I should have been allowed to leave the lesson, and she shouldn't have allowed the girls to just insult everyone who gets plastic surgery. Am I the asshole?
0: No, 100% no. This is oversight. You never want to do just one. It sounds like what happened was the teacher thinks that plastic surgery is just cosmetic surgery, which is completely different. Like, plastic surgery is not just one thing. Plastic surgery is an umbrella term for a whole bunch of other stuff. Plastic surgery can be used to remove scars or do skin grafts or, like, it's, it's a whole load of different things.
1: Even, like, uh, Botox has medical
0: applications. Medical um, migraines, right? You can use Botox to um, help to temporarily paralyze the nerves in the back of your neck, which caused you to get migraines. And it works for a lot of people. Yeah,
1: and it can also help with spasms in that way. Mm-hmm.
0: So it sounds like, yeah, she has confused plastic surgery with cosmetic surgery. And you should never, ever, in any kind of opinion based teaching like that just do one side never that's so dumb Yeah. This is how you can tell it's a PE teacher who's teaching this class. I'm sorry. No, that's really mean of me. (laughs) It sounds like a young
1: teacher. And it sounds like a young teacher who has not yet learned the lesson that no matter what topic you're talking about, assume there is someone in the room who is personally affected by that topic. So whether you're talking about people who are in the foster care system or have been victims of abuse. Living under the poverty line. Poverty. Or,
0: you know, rape. Or I'm trying to think about the kinds of things that... We used to get taught in citizenship, PSHC, and it would be stuff on those lines, right? It would be suicide mm-hmm. and whatever. We had a kid in school who actually attempt, had made an attempt in school, right? Okay. So it is difficult to to navigate that well in the best of times, but to just give an assignment where... You're just espousing the evils of plastic surgery and everybody has to have the same opinion. That's messed up. Yeah, especially
1: since she's essentially blaming the victim, right? Mm -hmm. It's, I understand being like, okay, plastic surgery is a problem because girls feel the need to look perfect. The girls having plastic surgery in this case are not the problem. The societal expectations that girls look perfect is the problem.
0: Right. This is a body image problem, not a plastic surgery problem. Right,
1: And like, I have known people who've gotten boob jobs or a nose job or whatever. And if that Mm -hmm. makes you feel better about your appearance, and is like one less stressful thing that you live with day to day, go for it. Like, if that, help yourself live in the society that we live in as best you can, because it fucking sucks. Especially if it's messing with your mental health,
0: right? It's, it's... One thing to go and get a boob job because you've got a couple extra grand and you think, hey, why the fuck not? But it's another thing to get a boob job because looking at the sight of yourself in the mirror makes you cry. Yeah. Like, they're two completely opposite things. And there's a reason why certain plastic surgery procedures are offered free on the NHS. Yeah. Because they are uh, related to either physical or mental health.
1: Like cleft lip surgery, breast reduction, right, right. breast reconstructive yeah, surgery like... after having a
0: mastectomy, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they're all types of plastic surgery I just think it was just a tremendous short-sightedness of this teacher who had not researched the topic fully enough to, to give this assignment right. bad teacher
1: and also, like, do you feel the same about people who get tattoos or piercings or dye their hair? Right. like, it's all the same <sighs> yeah bad bad teacher no apple is bad teacher no apple (laughs) it's the label that they give on our teachers for situations like this yeah hopefully she learned a little bit from this i i really like the direct yet i mean she she was confrontational right the op was
0: oh yeah she was confrontational but she was controlled yes
1: direct and like concise in her criticism you know that i just got plastic surgery do you think i am also vain and stupid like that's all she had to say. And the teacher, hopefully, if she's not completely like wrong for this position, maybe she got flustered, whatever, and she's going to have to like reflect on this situation and think, okay, how am I going to do this differently next time? And if she can't do that, she needs to not be a teacher.
0: Also, PSHCE is supposed to be about thinking about people's emotional well-being. The fact that the teacher had nothing to do when this kid came up to her and was like, hey, you know what? I've just had plastic surgery, right? Except look a little sheepish. Is like, dude, you are not qualified for this Yeah, in any way, shape, or form. You need to have at least a scrap of empathy that's, yeah, <laughs> to be able to teach this class.
1: Jesus. Yeah. It sounds like, I mean, at least here, what happens a lot of times is we get like, oh shit, we don't have anybody to teach health. Here, PE teacher, go. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: That's what PSHC is. Yeah.
1: And so th- yeah. she's like, oh shit, I need to come up with a, a lesson. Okay, I'll do a flipped classroom and they can teach about plastic surgery. <laughs> and then did right. it all the way through and uh, talked to the group and was like, yeah, you can talk about how bad plastic surgery is. And that flavored their presentation.
0: I wonder if she gave them research... Papers and they just had to use the research papers that she gave them, mm. like articles that she gave them. Oh, this is just not good. Yeah. And OP says
1: in the comments, technically, her surgery was purely cosmetic. So it was a cosmetic surgery. And like, again, because in the comments, they're making a lot of distinctions about cosmetic versus plastic surgery, like a reconstructive surgery versus like, you know, a boob job or a nose job or whatever. And mm-hmm. I don't think that that's a distinction that needs to be made. You can do whatever you want with your body. Yeah. And not be called shallow. It's like, yeah, you know what's shallow? Society, who says that everybody should be mm-hmm. perfect. So, yeah. Yeah. It's,
0: ugh, ugh. Good on OP for standing yeah. up for yourself, though. That's that's hard to do when, especially when you just had surgery, major surgery, and then you're a 14-year-old girl at school. Yeah. That's, oof, good on her. I, uh, I had a situation in class once where I was about to teach... To kill a mockingbird, so I needed to teach about the Jim Crow laws. So I had them do like a virtual um, tour of the Jim Crow Museum,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which is a great museum. Thinks really carefully about how to present these materials in a powerful but sympathetic and empathetic way. It's run by uh, African Americans, so um, it's a it's a really cool place if you if you need to check it out. Yeah. One of the African-American kids in my class got really upset and started to cry and was like, I need to do this assignment because otherwise I won't get a grade. I was like, no, don't. no that's not how it works. You, you're you going to have a grade. What I would like you to do instead is write about your family history. That's what I would like you to do instead. Yeah. If, you, if you're comfortable doing that. And then I'll give you exactly the same grade as what you would have gotten. Mm-hmm. Just... Work through your feelings, and it is uncomfortable and it makes you it does make people upset it makes me upset thinking about it too. but it is important for people who don't have your same experiences to understand what this was like, so yeah. sent it to a different room. she had an aide, and she went off and she wrote about her grandma and stamp 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 a's for everything and you have to be able to do that as a teacher like. You can't just assume that everybody is going to have the same reaction or experience. Yeah,
1: and that is something I struggle with too. Because I mean, I probably will phase out To Kill a Mockingbird unless, like, I start really criticizing it for how much of a white savior narrative it is. I'm hoping to phase it out and replace it with the
0: hate you give. Yes, same. Amazing book, lots of swearing in it, so um, <laughs> actually not sure if it's appropriate for my eighth graders, but whatever.
1: I. Don't like how much the movie was like, but cops, though, Mm. they have a hard job, Mm. you know.
0: Oh, there's another book that came out around the same time called All American Boys, which I taught last year. Yes, That does also follow that narrative on one side, on both sides, actually, and it's kind of why I don't want to keep teaching that book.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's frustrating, but... I, I do a, a lesson kind of similar to what you were saying before to kill a mockingbird. And I show a very graphic photo and I always tell them, okay. I And I show them a picture with part of it blacked out. And I'm like, what do you think this is? And then right before I reveal it, I say, I'm going to show it now. And, and like, you don't have to look at it if you don't want to. And then I click towards it and then I tell them when it's going away and that it's not going to come back. And if they need to step out of the room, they can. So, like, you need to consider your students' feelings during this, like, any sensitive topic, right. you know?
0: And, you know, I put in the assignment, like, this section is going to really graphically talk about punishments for African American people in the Jim Crow laws. And you do not have to watch it, and you do not have to do it, and you will not lose any credit for not doing it if you don't want to do it. And said it really explicitly in the worksheet was like, here's the timestamp, just skip it. If you don't want to do it, just skip it. And most of the kids chose to do it, but they were like, man, that section was really rough. I was like, right? That's why I told you, like, if you didn't want to do it, you didn't have to do it.
1: And then, like, you would think they would all be like, well, pff, I'm not doing this, but they they will because yeah. they respect that you gave them the option Yeah, that builds rapport with them and all that good stuff. I believe
0: that they need to know what happened, but I don't believe they need to know what happened at the detriment of their mental and emotional well-being
1: yeah and like you said i i always am concerned with like the white students need to know what happened mm-hmm. <laughs> but my black students already know probably already like, know yeah so i'm like you know this isn't this isn't for you and i don't want it to make you feel worse so yes i know that you probably get bombarded with this on a daily basis especially this year you know so here's an alternative assignment
0: (laughs) i also do a really good discussion we just do like an open discussion lesson on whether or not people should be able to use the n-word black people or uh non-black people it's always very interesting because i have a lot of hispanic and um and mexican kids um and they start talking about you know mexican slurs and all those kinds of things and i get to share my experiences as somebody who has arab background and we really openly just talk about that stuff and it, you know, opens the lines of communications for, hey, this book we're going to read uses this word a lot and it's okay to feel uncomfortable about it and it's okay to uh, not want to read it um, and you should definitely not be using this word outside of this classroom ever, where I can hear you at least. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, most of my students censor themselves when they're reading and writing, so,
0: like, they
1: have pretty good grasp.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it's difficult for eighth graders, especially eighth graders who haven't ever experienced that kind of thing. Yeah. And I, whatever I teach, I always teach my kids, if you do not know the meaning of the word, you should never use it. So when I hear kids saying bad things to each other, the first thing I ask them is, do you know what that word actually means? And nine times out of 10, they say, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, this is what it means. <laughs> and I tell them and they're like, oh, (laughs) that's really bad. I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, that's why you shouldn't ever use that word again. Don't ever let me hear you using that word again to describe anybody or anything. Do you understand? They're like, yeah. Retard is the one that I really...
1: Yeah. I mean, they don't say this as much anymore, but with the word triggered, Mm -hmm. I say, like, listen... I can't control what you do outside of my classroom, but I hope the fact that you know what it means now. You know, it started from PTSD and talking about things that will trigger a panic yes. attack. And so when you are saying, oh, lol, triggered, that is delegitimizing people with actual mental health issues. And it is try it's an attempt to delegitimize people's actual concerns or emotions like it's trying to belittle people's emotions by saying like oh haha ha, you are just triggered it's like no i'm having a reaction to a dumb thing you did <laughs> so
0: yeah it's Always important to educate before you uh, punish. I think. Yeah, it's, it's like my three strikes or you're out racism rule in the ninety five percent white school I taught. Yeah,
1: I feel like the students aren't used to teachers giving them a reason, and they're used to hearing because I said so. Mm-hmm. And so when you actually give them a reason, they're or just like, because oh, it's
0: bad, or because yeah. it's
1: not nice against the rules, yeah. It's like, Actually, I don't uh, enforce any rules that don't have a reason behind them. So the yeah. hat, no hat rule, I don't enforce yeah. that. Any dress code, I don't enforce unless you got some like Nazi imagery on your shirt or whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right. So <laughs> we got a lot of judgy adults today. Oof. I hate judgy adults. I know. I say as if we're not. We're not. I'm not a judgy <laughs> adult. No,
0: I am a judgy no, adult. No, I, I
1: mean adults. We're not adults. <laughs> oh, no, that's
0: true. We are. not <laughs> I'll never be an adult.
1: All right, so this is the name of the asshole post, and there are no ages, but Opie's daughter is has been in university for so two, she's like twenty. They're Baptist,
0: so I think. Okay, what is the difference between? Uh, th- there's a lot of like separate Christian denominations in America. Uh, normally, in England, yeah. it's like you're either Church of England or you're not, <laughs> and. Yeah, and that's how you tell. You go, oh, is it C of E? No. Okay, it's the other one then. But I don't know. What is a Baptist? What do they
1: believe? So in? they, I think they're called Baptists because they baptize people. And they are very like individual responsibility kind of thing. Are they, they have, like, big into
0: the Jesus section of the Bible or the not Jesus section of the Bible?
1: Well, they say they're big into the Jesus section of the Bible, okay. but. Too bad my husband's not home because he could definitely explain it a lot more than me. But um, basically, they're they're very Southern style okay. of, of um, Christians. Okay. Very, uh, they're anti-gay mm. okay. is essentially the, that kind of. Oh, that okay. kinda, Westbrook guys. A little bit. Yeah, b- they're Baptists, um, but just very extreme. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Very judgy. Okay. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling my daughter she can't come over for the holidays if she brings her partners? Hmm. Partners? Mm. Multiple. Mm. My daughter moved away two years ago to attend university. Since starting school, she has gone through many changes as a person, many of which I find difficult to get behind. <laughs> I don't know why where that tone came from.
0: <laughs> That's your Baptist tone.
1: <laughs> I just like how much bullshit this is. Uh, she's rejected and mocked our faith, rebranded her entire identity, and now lives in some kind of threesome situation. Ooh. We've argued and fought over many things repeatedly over these past couple of years. When the lockdown began, it gave ample opportunity to give space between us, as she didn't visit
0: at all for the summer,
1: or even this Thanksgiving.
0: Mm mm. Yeah. Apart-, apart from the raging pandemic, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. She's probably like, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God.
1: Our interactions have broken down to the occasional phone call, and overall the separation has helped us be more amicable. I've accepted her new hobbies and dress, and I use the pronouns she prefers when speaking to her. Okay, so
0: basic human decency. Awesome. Got it.
1: That being said, my husband and my younger daughter are really adamant about having her stay over during Christmas break this year. They miss seeing her and have spent the last couple of weeks trying to convince me to to allow her to come. I'm extremely wary to have her come as things have gotten better, mostly because we have been so apart. Regardless, I relented and decided to invite her. In my last call with her, I asked her to come over for the holidays. She was being hesitant and giving me a straight answer, but ultimately said alright. She however wanted to bring her partners with her. I flatly told her that I would not allow that. She tried to argue her side, but I honestly was not willing to shake my stance. I told her if she wanted to come for the holidays, she would have to come alone. She told me she wasn't coming and that was it. My husband tried to get me to call her back, but I haven't done so, so far. I do not want to invite attention to that lifestyle to my younger daughter. And frankly, I think it's weird for her to be dating two people at once. Still, my family won't stop prodding me about this, which is starting to affect the way I feel about how I handled the situation. And that's the end of the post, but let me read the edit for clarification. Okay. Edit. Addressing a lot of questions and responses individually would take a lot of time. So here's a few bullet point responses. Our family is Baptist. Thus, our faith does have a very clearly defined moral code. My husband is understands how connected I am to my faith. And that is why I get the final say in this. He is no way a weak man. My youngest is understanding of this too. My eldest knows I refer to her as my daughter. Whether she wanted her partners going to stay with us or they were going to stay somewhere else was not discussed between us. There is an underlying fear of COVID, which is another thing I have to protect my youngest from. Bullshit. Mm. I, of course, love my daughter. The end.
0: So, So is it actually her daughter? I'm going to
1: refer to OP's oldest child using they, them pronouns because we do not know. And I presume that they do not use she, her pronouns because OP is using those. <laughs> right. So I assume that those yeah, are... Yeah,
0: I don't know if this is a transgender person who would prefer to be called the son, but the mom is, ins- is insisting it's going to be my daughter.
1: Or non-binary, which is yeah. so as well because... Oh that seems like something OP definitely would not understand.
0: Oh no, there's no way that she could get that into her brain. Okay. I mean, you shouldn't ever exclude anybody from your home just because you don't believe with the people that they're in love with.
1: Yeah. Like, that sucks. And, like, I understand being like, okay, that's like that's like three people instead of one person. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, like, it's a lot of people. Uh, COVID-wise, but clearly this person is just using that as an as excuse. As an excuse, right? Yeah. And I definitely understand OP's child not wanting to come home without someone who they know is in their corner, you know? Right. when OP says something horrible, they can go and complain to one of their partners, you know?
0: And you don't want the mom then saying, if you bring one of your partners, the mom is then going to say, this is your partner, right? That's going to yeah. be another whole can of worms because they're going to be saying, oh, we had so-and-so in their partner for, for Christmas and it was lovely. And it's very exclusionary of the other partner but also with op's wants and needs which you don't really want to be dealing with that either
1: not to mention like are you just gonna leave the other partner at home by themselves like it seems like they're coming with op's daughter or child because they don't have another place to go so what are you just gonna leave them by
0: themselves like
1: so clearly op is the asshole here
0: And I'm not trying to say that people's faith is stupid, right? That's not what I'm trying to say at all. Or that they shouldn't believe in things that they believe. But if your faith is deliberately exclusionary to that extent, I think you really need to think about, you know, how much of this can I hang with? And if you're absolutely cool with it, fine. Be absolutely cool with it. But don't try and impose it on other people. You can't invite people to your house and then put like... A disclaimer on it. Yeah. Either you invite the child or you don't invite them. If you don't agree with their beliefs, you just don't invite them. That You don't have to be awful about it. You send them a card and whatever, but don't have them in your house if you don't want them in your house. You can't say, yes, you can come as long as you adhere to my beliefs. That's bullshit.
1: Yeah, and it seems like OP's husband and other child are like, stop being such a prude about it and we want to see... We want to see our do- our child slash sibling. Like, mm-hmm. can you stop driving them away, please? Like,
0: yeah, they because they urged that the mother called again. Right? They they were like, no, please, like let's sort this out and get it done. It's really mean to the younger sibling
1: as well. And and also, I think the solution here is for Opie's husband and daughter to go visit the oldest. If they have room, um, depending on like their living situation, go visit, go visit them, and leave Op yeah. alone, and she can see some freaking preview of what her life is going to be like when the youngest child moves out and her husband is sick of not seeing his kids.
0: <laughs> I mean, we're back on that idea of strict parents raise sneaky kids, <laughs> yeah. right? It's there isn't really any other option for the younger sibling now. It's, you know, it's mom's way or the highway, which is kind of wild.
1: Yeah. OP even says in the comments, my youngest is a minor and doesn't get a say when it comes to things like this.
0: Mm, yeah. Mm, no. Nah.
1: Teenagers are people, by the way. Sometimes they're oh, shitty yeah. people,
0: but they're people. They're people who are learning to be people, yes. but they're still people.
1: Right. So I'm looking at the Baptist Wikipedia page, and they originate from the Great Awakening in North America. So that's just indicative of how. They're very fire and brimstone types. Oh mm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Ugh oh, You know Jesus wouldn't wouldn't stand for this. Like this this is this is his whole bag. Yeah, like it's it blows
1: my mind how
0: people are like, yeah, Jesus
1: is Lord, except we're not going to listen to anything he said about <laughs> loving that Capitalism neighbor and Capitalism and
0: loving other people and turning the other cheek. And and how
1: uh, you should give all your money away to the poor. They never listen mm-hmm. to that one. No. <laughs> in particular.
0: Yeah. Share, share all this food with all these people on this beach. <laughs> Jesus was a damn collie. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of crazy to me but whatever do do what you want people yeah and let other people do what they want Mm -hmm. is
1: the big thing that can't get over
0: like your beliefs should not and we've said this before your beliefs should not dictate other people's behavior
1: yeah it dictates your behavior and that's it yeah and she she's all like i don't want to have this kind of behavior in my house then don't and it's like
0: (laughs) then don't and be okay with it but
1: literally like Again, with the Jesus saying, like, how is the poor and invite your neighbor into your home and shit. It's like, yeah, invite your child into your home. Duh. Yeah. It's just so very transparent. Like an excuse at bigotry after the fact. Like the bigotry is already there. They're just using the religion to justify it. And also COVID. (laughs) Yeah, it's frustrating. Very annoying. Yeah, I hope OP's husband and and daughter go visit the the older child and leave her alone on Christmas. And she can be like, I can continue this bigotry and be alone. And also she makes this whole show about how like, someone in the comments was like, you know, if you were really following the Bible, you would defer to your husband's judgment. Yes, absolutely. And then she says, my husband understands how connected I am to my faith. And it's why I get final say. He's in no way a weak man. It's like, yeah, but he wants to go visit your child or your child to come visit you. And you're not letting that happen so you're a bad wife yeah so let he who is without sin blah
0: blah blah cast stones and shit <laughs> in glass houses
1: um yeah yeah fuck op she got labeled the asshole
0: yeah of course because she is
1: the post is upvoted but all of her comments are negative negative. one has negative 1035 points damn Yeah, it's it's you got to upvote the post. So that way you get a variety of assholes to non assholes on the front page. But like the comments are fair game usually. Well, well, good times. I'd be interested in seeing an update to this, but I doubt OP. Like usually if they're labeled the asshole, unless they have a change of heart, they won't post an update. So good times. All right. So yeah, this last one's from Relationship Advice and O.P. is 27 and her boyfriend is 33 and it's too British for me to read so you gotta read it.
0: (laughs) My boyfriend won't try on his Christmas present. And it's also very angry so just get ready for that. (laughs) Okay, not gonna lie I'm pretty fucking angry and basically only here for a whinge and a moan. If a mellowed out soul wants to give me some more advice that might be helpful though because I currently want nothing more than to punt the bastard off a cliff. (laughs) Yes! I'm 27 and he's 33, together four years. We have artsy hobbies and we usually like to make each other a handmade gift for Christmas. We usually enjoy it, but honestly, this last year he is constantly at my house, leaving his ball hair under my (laughs) toilet seat, whinging about Boris Johnson and doing my Sweden. I saw an advert for Dogs Trust about how Milo the Doberman is going to spend Christmas alone this year and I'm jealous of the fucker.
1: I think we need some (laughs) translations. Okay, so um doing my sweet in.
0: Uh it's uh doing my head in. Okay. Your swede is your head. Um whinging is just complaining, right. right? Dogs Trust is like the SPCA, but specifically for dogs. Anyway.
1: Okay. And I assume Milo the Doberman is like there is on the on mascot. the advert saying,
0: I'm on myself for Christmas. Please come and adopt me from the Dogs Trust. Yeah, they're all over the place this Christmas. Anyway, I sew as a hobby. For Christmas, I thought it would be nice to make my boyfriend a blazer a jacket, suit jacket. Yeah, we got blazer (laughs) here. Okay, good. He asked for one for his birthday, but I couldn't get fabric for his birthday this year. I've made blazers before, but the materials I bought this time were not cheap. So to make sure I knew what I was doing, I got some of the leftover fabric from my last project and made a mock-up prototype to make sure it was right. For the last three days, I've been sewing about 80 different tiny little invisible pockets and invisible seams and buttonholes, but now I've got a pretty decent mock-up of what I want the real blazer to look like. I just wanted to check it fits in properly, so I asked him to take 10 minutes to try it on so I could make sure. I don't know what his problem is, but he decided that instead of trying it on so I can check it fits like I asked, he would start a row with me? A row because the fabric I made the trial blazer out of has flowers on it and was at some point in the week pinned to my mannequin who is a woman. (laughs) Oh man, how fragile is that masculinity? God, that poor boy. He won't put it on. He's telling me he won't put it on, even though he knows I'm the only one who's gonna see it. I wish I was joking. Actually, no, I don't, because the girls and I are all having a right giggle about it. (laughs) I don't know what he wants, but if he thinks that after I've spent 200 quid on materials to make this fucking blazer, I'm gonna trot my ass down to the craft shop to spend another tenner on a roll of plain fabric because he wants a mock-up that doesn't have flowers on it, he can get on his bike and ride it to Timbuktu. I mean it. He's been playing up like a fucking imbecile for weeks now. I'm sick of his bullshit, I'm not gonna coddle him, and pretend that what he's asking for is reasonable Um, so trot my ass means you know take myself down Um, and row is a fight row is a fight yeah an argument I've talked to my therapist about this and he talked about reasonable ways to resolve this conflict currently I have come up with one shag his dar and then go on the Jeremy Kyle show to tell him (laughs) Two, make him sleep in the car and then have the car towed off the pier. Three, give him a card and a Snickers bar for Christmas, wait for him to complain, then chuck his clothes out the upstairs window while the neighbors watch. I'm open to more suggestions if you could think of anything better. Uh, Jeremy Kyle is like Jerry Springer. Right, right. Like morning show Jerry Springer. <laughs>
1: Shag his means fuck his Shag dad. Shag is
0: dad. Yeah, fuck his dad. So good. So good. This is some righteous fury, and I completely understand where she's coming about. All she wants for Christmas is to be single. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fucking hell. Making a blazer is no small feat.
1: Yeah, right? Like, it's it's got lots of seams and pockets and...
0: And, you know, the inner side lining and yeah. um, fucking cuffs and the jacket lapels and whatever. There's a lot. He's not going to put it on because it's got flowers on the fabric? Fuck you, my dude. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Jesus. This woman, uh, so funny. <laughs> Nothing more than to punt the bastard off a cliff. It's like, Mwah. so
1: good. And just like, she's all pissed off about him leaving his ball hair into the seat. <laughs>
0: The the thing about like British women when they're mad will just they can't they can't they can't control the, their rage and they need to invent creative ways to like get rid of the boyfriend before they can think rationally and calm down. Yeah. I
1: just gotta <laughs> get out the anger
0: advert for dog's trust i'm jealous of the fucker <laughs> so good every time i look back at it i find another bit that i really like <laughs> someone in the comments
1: said damn that masculinity sure is fragile and she replies he makes me get the spiders too You <laughs> 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 can't even
0: if he can't take the sp- like what do you have him around for man that's that's why you have a husband or a boyfriend is to get the spiders that's the number one like thing that they they're useful for Everything else after that is gravy. But if they can get the spiders, that's wonderful. When I got my cat, I said to my husband, well, now I don't need you anymore because he eats the spiders.
1: (laughs) She says, I'm going to have a lion to respond to the comments then I'm going to pack all this stuff into a box. Not sure if I should sweep the pubes into."
0: too. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. (sighs) Yeah, it sounds like she's ready to just get rid of him. Like she doesn't want to resolve this. She spent weeks... Like, this is the last straw. This, blazer. this is the absolute last straw. She spent £200 on materials. That's about $350, 400 Jeez. And you can buy a nice blazer for 80 So, like the the extra expense, and then he's having a hissy fit because the mock-up has flowers on it <laughs> and no one's going to see it. Oh, fuck you, my dude. Jeez. Honestly. I think, uh, would you go with option one, two, or three?
1: I mean, personally... Probably three, because it's the least amount of effort, and you don't want to spend any more effort on this man. I don't
0: know. The Jeremy Kyle option is highly appealing to me. It is very funny. It's highly appealing to me. It's very Always Sunny. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's like high effort, high reward, number one. Very good. Very
1: good. Someone said in the comments, what a hurtful thing to say. You obviously don't want to be with him, just leave. (laughs) OP responded, can always tell when there's an American in the comments. (laughs) 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 So that
0: that backs up your... (laughs) I do feel like British people on Reddit are the people who are coming in to, to comment and they're just like, Yeah, fuck him up. i I I got nothing else to say to you. You're absolutely fine about it. Whereas Americans try to be a little bit more diplomatic. British people are just like, yeah, fuck him. Yeah, (laughs) He has offended your honour for the last time.
1: (laughs) Now it is my time for revenge. Yeah. Yeah. I I like the uh, make him sleep in his car also. (laughs) Have it towed off the pier.
0: (laughs) I think we should have that as a poll when we Ooh, uh, yes, when we publish this this podcast episode. Yes. One, two, or three.
1: Let us know if OP should. One, shag his dad. Two, have his car towed off the pier while he's in it. Three, throw his clothes three. out the window.
0: Yeah. Honestly, though, I would give him nothing for Christmas. Like, if if, if she was going to stay with him, which it sounds like she's not going to do, and no. I can completely understand that, I, w- I would give him nothing for Christmas. I wouldn't even give him a card. And then when he complains, I'd be like, well... You wouldn't try on the mock up, so I didn't know if it fit you, so I didn't make it. Yeah. Sorry. Like there you go. I'm not gonna spend hours making this thing that I don't even know is gonna fit you. So no. You're not having anything for Christmas. I'm
1: so sorry that your actions have consequences.
0: Oh no. If it isn't the consequences of my actions <laughs> I feel like I feel like we need that on a sticker. Yes. Like would be very good. With like a little exclamation point next to it. Like an alert. Oh, no! It isn't the consequences of my actions.
1: <laughs> or Clippy.
0: Oh, God, Clippy. Hello,
1: I've noticed that you're dealing with the consequences of your own actions.
0: <laughs> Would you like to cry about it on Reddit?
1: <laughs> yeah, I I just love this. She gets a gold star, although it sounds like she's put up with a lot of shit, so it's not necessarily
0: she left He's right away. She's 33 years old. I, I feel like
1: it's just been slowly going downhill, and I hope that she is able to just leave his ass and <laughs> he knows what he did wrong. That's like the thing, right? It's hard to, I feel like Americans have a definite revenge bent, but they want people to know who it, like, like, what's her face from Game of Thrones? Tell Cersei. I want her to oh, know it, C- was C- <laughs> it was me.
0: It was me. Yeah, I think that British people just do shit. <laughs> and they don't really think about it and it's not for so much for people other people knowing it's just for them to feel better <laughs> whereas i feel like when i go on like the pro revenge subreddit or whatever americans do the most elaborate like secretive like ruin your life revenges
1: i feel like My And I said this like a couple weeks ago, the revenge also has to be low-ish effort, because if you spend more effort getting revenge than it's worth, then they have already won, you know? Yeah,
0: because then they're living in your brain rent-free, right? Exactly. And for weeks and weeks and weeks, rather than, you know, short, quick, explosive, to the point, (laughs) get all his clothes out the window, say, see you later, fucker. Catharsis. Um Yeah. And yes, Br- Brits are about catharsis, Americans are about revenge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's... we have a
1: very punitive society, so that makes sense. Time for some yeah. psychoanalysis of oh, speaking of baptists. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we just got to get it out before like before we explode. Otherwise, we're going to have a fight in a bar sometime <laughs> the week after, and it's going to be awful. We're going to end up with our face in the tarmac and bouncers all over us. It's going to be wretched. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i hope uh, o p has a nice quiet christmas by herself by her- herself a nice vibrator <laughs> Throw
0: I think the she whole should call out. Jeremy Kyle anyway just to fuck with the boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> that would be
1: so good pro revenge <sighs> pro pro revenge that would be amazing <laughs> well, i hope my Christmas is not as exciting as this <laughs> so this brings me to our well i guess i'll i i i did the subreddit shout out after our yes or I'll do it before. Okay. <laughs> so I guess this brings me to the subreddit shout-out, which is amazing. Yay. Palette cleanser. Uh, if you, you know, want to get the taste of these stories out of your mouth. It's called Gatekeeping Yuri. Why you are so good. I posted so many uh posts from this subreddit on the Twitter. It's described as they take not like other girls' memes and take them and make them wholesome. Um, so usually it's like, you know, there's the blonde. Uh, very attractive woman and they're like oh yeah she's just a vapid shallow bitch and i'm not like other girls i wear a sweatshirt and a messy bun and i like video games yeah like
0: everybody i know yeah
1: they take that meme and they turn it into those two are dating each other and very supportive of each other and it's so adorable like check it out go to the subreddit geekkeeping yuri and then go filter by the top posts of all time and it's just the most wholesome shit i've ever seen
0: i love it it's very very good i enjoy it very much so
1: i'll post a few of those under the the uh episode for this week and you guys can see some delightful gay romances yay you can find me on twitter at morgan underscore slay you can find our podcast where you can send us your best homemade garments Sweaters, yes! blazers, what have you? Mm, mm, at mm. r the letter u the word serious pod, or you can email us your favorite. I don't know <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> I, I guess what's your favorite? We're at New Year's. What's your favorite New Year's kind of tradition that you have? At r the letter u the word serious pod at gmail.com.
0: And you can find me on Twitter at Esme underscore C underscore nose, show me your wholesome Yuri um <laughs> drawings. Yeah. Or you can come find us on the Facebook, the letter R slash the letter U cigarette's podcast, uh, where we can fight about Christmas songs until one of us dies. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I assume that's what's gonna happen.
1: And if you know someone who wants some nice juicy drama that they don't have to themselves personally get involved in tell them about our hey, podcast yeah. and and drop us a review wherever you download our podcast and that would be very helpful good christmas it's the present greatest gift you can give us yes we need validation at the end of the semester
0: when all of our students are asking, what can I do to raise my grade? The greatest gift you can give us apart from that picture of Clippy.
1: Yeah, make us some, make us some, uh, Make us some
0: Clippy Yuri art.
1: <laughs> give us your best Clippy memes. Ah, oh, the best
0: Clippy memes. No pregnant Clippies though, that shit's weird. What? Uh, have you not seen that? No. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> okay, we gotta go guys, time to Google. Bye. No,
0: don't Google it. <laughs>